Hello, America. Welcome to Thursday. We just got our unemployment numbers out, and it is a record breaker. It is it is worse than the worst estimates that we heard. And this is from last week. So this was the first round of cuts. Uh, we're going to get to that, and we'll show you a path to the light. Just walk towards the light. We'll do that in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, in solidarity with uh, Joe Biden, who just recently said, uh, you know, I uh, had my home converted uh and uh, it, there in my recreation room, uh, they put in the high-speed internet so I can do what's called television. Wow, that was... it. I, I was inspired, so I ordered all the fake wood paddling uh, that's going to go halfway up the wall, then just strangely stop. I'm getting a record player with some sweet tunes, maybe some, you know, maybe a Commodore 64 computer. Dial-up ready, though. I mean... <coughs> Oh, excuse me. I coughed into my hands, but I can cough into my hand because I'm I'm home alone. Anyway, um, one thing I haven't been persuaded to put into my new rec room uh, and uh, and replace is my X chair. Terribly sorry, Joe, but I'm I'm riding out the quarantine in style and comfort, you know, at least when it comes to my office. I mean, my rec room. X-Chair, patented dynamic variable lumbar or DVL support system. If you have a bad back, this is a great chair for you. Even if you don't have a bad back, this support system, it has 10 different uh, settings on it. I mean, this thing, it, you practically need a degree to run it. I think you do. It's got all these different settings on it. So you are comfortable no matter how you like the chair. Feel the DVL difference for yourself and get $100 off by calling 844-4X-CHAIR or go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com, 1-844-4X-CHAIR or xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code XWHEELS and you're going to get a free set of the new X-WHEELS with your chair. xchairbeck.com. After the hundredth time scrolling through your feed today, uh, maybe you need some new reading material to get you through the quarantine. Please. We gotcha. Glenn Beck has a new book called Arguing with Socialists, and you can pre-order it now wherever books are sold. Mm. All right. So we have our we have our weekly jobless claims now. This is the first time we have seen an unemployment number since this began. Now, remember, uh, just, what was it, last week? Uh, last week, we had, what, 280-some thousand jobs added? The worst on record for the Great Recession was 665,000 jobs that were lost in 2009. The all-time mark was 695,000 jobs in October 1982. Remember last week, it was 282. Today, that has surged in one week to 3.28 million people. They were talking yesterday about a very bad number coming out, and that number was in the low twos. 
It's going to be interesting to see what happens to the stock market today as the stock market is going to be fighting this jobless number uh, alongside of the stimulus package. Um, This is depression area uh, um, era kind of news. Uh, And um, I don't know that America is really fully understands that yet with 3 million people unemployed just last week how many employers are now just starting to look and say okay what are we going to do because this isn't going away in two weeks uh what do we do now i think this number uh is fairly small for uh what we're headed towards Stu. any idea what this means for an unemployment number when it's translated we you know we don't know yet on that i mean i can tell you just looking uh at the charts this is what happens you know because we have to do this sort of nonsense all the time with charts and everything it's what happens when you mistakenly add an extra zero in your last column and you didn't realize it and then you draw the chart and it's just this kind of flat line bump bumping up and down a little bit within a very small range and then all of a sudden it's you know, 10 times whatever other number is. Uh, it looks yeah. like a big wall was drawn at the end of the chart. It's a straight up line. And yeah, you know, it's a thousand, 1,052% up. Jeez. And if you want, I if, mean, if you want, uh, if you want uh, this not to, you know, to be 6 million or 8 million or 12 million or more, uh, this is this is something to really consider. I know you got bashed all week because you said uh, at some level, we can't lose the country. We're going to have to figure out a way to make this happen. Uh, that you got all lit up for that. But I mean, you look at, look at this is week one of this. And every, you know, most companies, right? If you're in a relatively decent position, you can deal with another week. You know, if you think it's going to be a two or three week problem, you can probably figure out a way to get yourself through it. This is a totally different situation now. I mean, everyone's bashing the president for saying uh you gotta get back to work right which is still what three weeks away is it two or three weeks away so you've already had two weeks away isn't it it's the 14th 14th so you've already dealt with i think a couple weeks of horror show for your business the most optimistic person speaking right now is the president and he's saying it's another two weeks Uh, you know that's why this bill is being forced through with god only knows what in it i mean we're starting to learn some of the details oh Oh. no i got some of the details for you it it will melt your brain Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do that coming up it will it's worse than you think Stu. it's worse than you think and 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 god god help us listen before we get into all of that stuff we have to get back to work um for instance Right now, we were redoing this atrium in our studios. How many square feet is the atrium? 40,000 square feet? It's like crazy. And we were painting the studio. It took, what, three months to paint the outside, getting ready to paint the inside, doing all this construction work. Everything has been halted, even though there's only like four people in the studio it's all been halted because the city said you got to stop going to work okay well that's cool and everything but 
um, is there any safe way of doing it? There were there were literally like six guys on the job. Can they work apart from each other? You know, the studio is still working. We still have employed uh, everyone. We still are doing all of the shows. So we're still working. But I'd like to pay these guys to continue to work. And I know I'm not alone. There are a lot of places where it hasn't hit. And we're sitting here idly. Now, you know, if you look at Germany, I'm going to go into Germany here in just a second. Germany looks like they are handling this extraordinarily well. And it's not because they have a socialist or a authoritarian government. It's the exact opposite. Because they went through Hitler, they can't give the German chancellor any power. And so the central go- centralized government doesn't have power. Because they went through all of the health scares, you know, like uh, scary experimentations on children, they don't they don't have control like everyone else has control of their medical system. So they are testing faster than anyone else. And the reason why is because all of the free market was open Their What is it? The their Coke Center. Uh, I can't remember the name of I can't remember the first name of it, um, but it is uh, it's the guy who came up with a cure for, I think, tuberculosis. It's named after him. And this institute is like their CDC and their CDC doesn't have authority. It doesn't. It just says, look, we need a test to do these things. Then it goes to the open market. And so they have these tests being made by all these different companies and they're everyone's being tested. We are a hybrid of that. And that's one of the problems. And we're what's worse is one of the things that's in this new bill is if somebody if you take any of this money and you're a business and somebody tries to unionize, you can't say no. Until you've paid that money back, the government is grabbing control. And this is not good. We need to have the most free market to be able to uh, to be able to expand and heal from this. There's also some other things. And I'm going to I'm going to call my local bank today because my local bank is really they're great. I don't deal with the big banks because I don't I don't trust them. Wells Fargo, yeah. US Bank, City, JP Morgan Chase. Now, let me give you some good news about these guys. In California, they have now agreed to defer mortgage payments for 3 months. Now, Bank of America only agreed to waive mortgage payments for 1 month. But I have a feeling they're going to change. But Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank, City, and J.P. Morgan Chase, this is only in California. But this is the kind of help that banks can provide. If the, the monkey would come off of our back so quickly, if we just said, you know what? Three months, don't pay your mortgage. Don't worry about it. Businesses, do you hear the Cheesecake Factory may go out of business? And do you know why? No, don't you dare say that. What are you talking about? Oh, I know. They're talking about they will not be able to make their mortgage payment. I mean, they are in like the premier malls and the premier places. All of their mortgages are for these premier spots and they're big. 
So they're not going to be able to hit their mortgage payment at the end of this month. And they, they're like, we're, I guess we're going out of business. Are you kidding me? Well, this bill is That's supposed to address things that, like that, right? I mean, this is what the this is what the you know, the slush fund was all about, right? For big companies who need to be able to to get you yeah, know, but what about the little companies? What about the little people? Well, they do have they do have a what lot about, in there for small companies as well. One of the things they have is I don't mean I don't I don't even mean that, Stu. I just mean the impact we could make. We're giving four trillion dollars to these banks, just giving it to them. Four trillion dollars. These banks should say as a public service, we're being backstopped by the federal government. They said that they would just print more. You know, they'll be made whole. No mortgage payments for anybody. Just stop all mortgage payments for anybody for three months and make it universal. So no one you can take that money. Look, if. Let me go here. I got a kind of an urgent note last night from Mercury One. And Mercury One is donating $25,000 to help communities throughout the uh, country. Uh, We are partnering with Team Rubicon. They are built to serve. These guys are all military guys. And in response to the COVID-19 outbreak, we've launched neighborhoods, uh, Neighbors Helping Neighbors. You can hashtag that, Neighbors Helping Neighbors. It's an initiative to meet the needs of our communities through safe individual acts of service. This is what Mercury One was built for these times. Um, they are, they're donating $25,000, but $25,000 is not going to make it. But we have been focusing on saving persecuted Christians and everything else. We really need your help. Um, I just talked to Tanya. I got this note. I'm going to match the 25,000. So there's $50,000. If you can, if you're in a position to help, please help. This is, this is going to affect each and every one of us. This is the kind of call to service that we have not been called to since the Great Depression. The, the time before that, I would say, would have to be the Civil War. This is a call to service. If you can help, if you can, if you can help in your neighborhood with just your time or your talent, if you can go shopping, if you can, whatever you can do, start doing it now. If if you can help us out with organized things with Team Rubicon, uh, we would really appreciate the donation. Mercury One really, really needs the help today so we can fund our partners. We don't do this work. We go to the neighborhoods and we help the churches and the small organizations that can. They know how to help and they have proven to be uh, people that use that money in the most responsible way. Every dime of your donation, every dime will go to help uh, the people who are in need. And I'm talking about at the street level. There's no businesses. There's nothing. This is right directly to the people who are most in need. 100% of everything donated. So if you can don't if you can donate it all today, please go to mercuryone.org, uh, mercuryone.org and donate. By the way, they really this is their this was the first thing on their ask. Uh, 
Glenn, please let us know how we can pray uh, for uh, uh, for the listeners. Please, please let us know. They have this big prayer network because a lot of people volunteer and they don't have anything. And they're like, I, I can pray. So follow them on social media and let them know how they can pray. They also need financial help to continue in many of the areas. Uh, this is going to get worse before it gets better. If you can financially help out, restore the human spirit to these communities around the country and to individuals, go to mercuryone.org slash donate. What I was saying about the mortgages, what made me think of this, um, I will share with you next. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, mm. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, I can't stress to you enough how important it is for you to get on American Financing uh, on the phone with them today. Get on the phone with American Financing and either consolidate your loans. So, in other words, you have all these high-interest credit card debts. If you own your home, get on the phone with them today. You know, it, it was a luxury to say, oh, you could save a couple hundred bucks. Now saving a couple hundred bucks a month uh, could mean the difference between survival and not. And with the interest rates as low as they are, you can refinance and I'll bet you you could save a thousand bucks a month, especially if you are folding in, you know, high interest debt credit cards. Please refinance. Please look at a consolidation loan. Be extraordinarily frugal. You are the backbone. You're going to be needed to help other people and to restart the heart of this nation. And I mean restart it. It is at a dead stop. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them. Best 10 minutes you can spend today is on the phone with them. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440 is their phone number. 800-906-2440. Do it now. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, so here is here is what I I want you to understand. Um, when I was talking about the mortgages, and I'm saying just stop all mortgages, people don't understand that the apartment complex that you live in has a mortgage. Somebody doesn't own that outright. The bank owns that. And so they have to make their mortgage payment for the entire complex. So if you don't make your mortgage payment, they can't make their mortgage payment. And then that whole complex is shut down. That's why it doesn't make any sense to say, well, after you make so much money, you should have to not worry about your mortgage. A couple of things on this. You take your mortgage payment and cut it for everyone who has lost their job or is is worried about it. And then ask people as as the president, ask them, please, if you can donate that money, if you're not worried, donate that money to a local charity. What you don't pay, help somebody pay it forward. That's what needs to happen. If you can take the mortgage payment of the people who, you know, I, I have people who rent space from me. 
okay, so I've got this huge studio. I've got tenants in there. If they don't make their mortgage payment, how do I make my mortgage payment? If I didn't have a mortgage payment, I could tell my people who are tenants, don't worry about your mortgage, cover your staff. And instead of that, would you please pay it forward and help somebody else who doesn't have it? We could help each other. We don't need six trillion dollars, two from the federal government and Congress and four from the Fed. If they would just shut off our mortgage payments for three months, we could help each other a great deal. Please call your bank, call the Congress, call everybody you know, and say, look, there's got to be a way to stop. California has just done it. Gavin Newsom has just gotten the banks to do it in California for three months. That should be universal because people who still are operating in America... People who are still have their communities going, take that money and pass it forward to somebody else because we're all going to be there, brothers. We're all going to be here. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, let me tell you a little bit about uh, our sponsor. It's it's Relief Factor. If you if you are in pain. You can get out of pain, get out of pain with relief factor. I know because I've done it and it's remarkable how I have my life back. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more and you can order the three week quick start for only 1995. They say if it doesn't work within three weeks, stop taking it. It's just not going to work. But I will tell you the longer I take it, the better I feel. I've been taking it for two years now. And I know when I've missed uh, a, a dose, I take it in the morning and I take it at night and I feel different. I mean, not good when I don't take it. It's 100% natural. Do it now. Uh, call 800-500-8384. Get your life back. This is money well spent. You need to feel good at this time in your life. Relieffactor.com, 800-583-84. Your nation needs you to feel good. Arguing with Socialists is coming out April 7th by one uh, Glenn Beck. You can get it now at Amazon.com or pre-order at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. Uh, Pat Gray is here. We were just mm-hmm. talking off air about, uh, you know, the end of the world, end times, Jesus coming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't think this is the time that Jesus comes, uh, you know, but who am I to say? I have no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I just got news from Israel that uh, bats were falling out of the sky dead yesterday. Uh, and uh, people are saying that's a sign of the end times. Were people making remem- sandwiches out of them? I don't, or, no, they weren't. No, no okay. it's not. That's in China. Oh, no, okay. uh-uh, nobody. Right, good. Nobody was cooking them up in a nice uh, soup. <laughs> but they have no idea why these these bats are falling out of the sky, and they're saying, "Well, that's part of prophecy because it says, hmm. you know, Lord's going to take care of all the all the birds and stuff in the sky, and they're just going to go away." <laughs> okay i didn't know that one i don't i'm unfamiliar with that prophecy. i'm not sure of that one either but i'm <laughs> pretty sure that i never read anything about bats mm-hmm. being dead either no. so Mm-mm. 
Um, welcome to the program, Pat. Your thoughts you. on 3.28 million Yikes. in unemployment. I mean, that's just catastrophic. I, I hope this bill, you know, mitigates that in the future. It can't help but, right? I mean, and when you have, oh. when you have every single Republican who is there to vote, voting for it, uh, you know, either everybody's just caved and, and tossed their principles aside, or they believe that this is the only way to save America. I think they caved. <laughs> really? It's, so I it's do, not, I, the, I mean, I it's think not the good thing. I it's, think they, right. I think that they, they, they may have said, uh, you know, this is as good as we're going to get. So yeah. we might as well. Um, you know, they, they, but I don't think that they all believe that, yes, every bit of this is, is fantastic. And I, I don't, I, I think it is such an overreach, mm. um, uh, to where uh, I, I don't, I mean, I love your idea of, of doing a moratorium for three months on mortgages. That would, that would help immensely. And so would every state agreeing to forego property tax for three months. You know, just give yes. people relief on that end where they don't have to have so much outgoing and they can keep more of their money. Isn't that the conservative yeah. way? That's the Republican way to do it. Yeah, uh, well, but they didn't do that. But they didn't I, do I that. Mean, no. Yeah. I mean, if you just take the mortgage, mortgage and rent is mm-hmm. your biggest concern yep. for most people. That's the biggest concern. And if you just said, look, if you have mortgage or rent, stop for three months and be great and i love your idea also of no no property tax yeah so take those both away for three months and then couple that with an ask please give some of that money to others that are in need yeah because that's how our grandparents yeah right that's where our grandparents excelled and we're not used to that Mm -hmm. we just we're used to getting money and then not giving it away. We we need to uh, see the needs in others. And if we have the ability to do it right now, everybody's clenched so tight because they don't know what this means yet. And mm-hmm. they're so clenched so tight. They're like, I don't I don't know. Can I uh, can I give that money away right now? I, I don't know. Um, and we, none of us do, So, uh, but we have to have faith in God that we, we will make it, mm-hmm. we'll make it. The, the way you think this works, like for, obviously the banks are depending on money and mortgage companies are, they are going to get th- some of these trillions of dollars that are already in this bill. Is that kind of the vision there? Um, yeah, they're getting $4 trillion as it is. Yeah. And then and, what if- and it, and it, and it would stabilize because right now they're looking and doing calculations on who's going to default And so it makes it even scarier for them. Who's going to default? Who's going to not be able to pay their mortgage in three months? Are we uh, are these, you know, triple A bonds that we've been repackaging and selling these mortgages? Are they going to default a moratorium on all defaulting a moratorium on absolutely everything for three months? Yes, that would help them. It would help us. And yeah, I mean. What are they? They're missing out paying each other. Well, the Fed is paying them. What about the landlord level? I would think that actually would be an impact you'd probably have to address. I mean, if you're renting out an apartment complex and everyone starts paying zero a month for three. No, that's what I mean by look, if you own it outright, maybe you get a portion of, you know, you get a 
quarter of your value of a monthly payment or so. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Some but of- most people do not own that property outright. So they have a more the landlord would have to have a moratorium. The only way he could do it is if he didn't have to collect all the rents to pay his mortgage. So anyone who had any kind of mortgage, business, cheesecake factory, a home, uh, any kind of mortgage. <laughs> like you a business and home were a category and you gave an entire category to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I did. I think it deserves its own category. Have you seen its menu? Yes. <laughs> it's in a category of, its, in of itself. So uh, I just think that business and, and home ownership and and uh, apartment complexes they shouldn't have to meet that that uh, monthly nut for three months then they could give people and say look you know pay a hundred dollars a month or pay nothing a month whatever it is but get rid of it for three months and you know the government is attaching certain provisions on receiving the money with the, with the businesses. Like they're saying, if we give you this money, you can't fire your employees as uh, after we do. Y- you could also do that with the banks. We're going to give you this money. We're going to bail you out, but we want you to put a moratorium on mortgages for three months. And it would also be yeah, really the, easy for the states but, to put the moratorium on the property taxes for three months. You mm. can do all of. So this. here's the th- here's the thing. This the the. The banks aren't being bailed out directly this time because, you know, that started the Tea Party. So the Fed is just doing it. And so the Fed, right. yes. the Fed is the bank, you know, yes. so the yes. Fed's just printing money Jeez. Uh, and giving it to themselves. That's what's happening there. Yeah. So uh, there are no strings attached on that. We just have to, you know, we just have to pressure uh, these uh, Congress and pressure our state governors. You should be calling your governor now. Uh, because Gavin Newsom just got this in California, and I think this should happen in every state in mm-hmm. the union. So call your governor and say, put the banks on notice. You need a three-month moratorium on all mortgages, business, and uh, and home mortgages. That's not necessarily a business loan. It's just the place of business. You don't have to pay for the place of business because that's everybody's biggest expense. Also, how do you feel about what's happening to the, uh, what's it called? Constit- Constit- Constitution right now. <laughs> what's happening with that? Nobody's paying attention to it. Why did it? At all. Uh, is the, the National Archives closing? Because <laughs> I've seen it up there. It's on display. I'm what not else talking is it used so for? much about the actual physical document, but what it says in the document. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Forget that. Like, you can't turn people's water off and their electricity off if they disobey you and your order for them to shut down their business. Like in Virginia with Governor Northam, Governor Blackface, uh, making it a crime to assemble Something that is literally addressed directly in the U.S. Constitution, but you have to dig in quite a ways to the 
very <laughs> the first, first amendment first one. to find it. So it's, it's a little deep. difficult. It's deep. It's on page one. Yeah. First paragraph. But, but not a lot of people that. dig that far into the Constitution. <laughs> right, right. It's not in the headline, okay? <laughs> and that's as far as we go. <laughs> so here's the here's the thing, Pat. Actually, if you watch my special last night, the states have extraordinary power. Yeah, it's um, crazy. As long as they're doing it to everyone. That's the key here. Um, and what's what the real problem is, is the states are trying to kick it up to the federal government. They don't want to take this responsibility and they don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So when you saw that, who was it? Oh, state of Texas today, the president just uh, issued the the order for the National Guard. Well, why would this? Why didn't the governor do that? Because if the governors issue a call for the National Guard, then they have to pay for it. But if the president orders the National Guard, then the then the federal government pays for it. Mm. You do not want to set the precedence that the National Guard is under the direction of the president. The National Guard must be under uh, the the governors. You might have a bad governor, but we can all escape from that state. If and then you also have the federal government that can remove that bad governor. But if you have the military operating in the United States and it's all under the control of the president, and I'm not talking about this president, but I can't believe all these Democratic governments, uh, governors who said that the president of the United States, Donald Trump, was a fascist, is now giving him the power over their state. By moving the military under his direction into their state. It's crazy. I mean, mm. you know, you you obviously don't believe that he's a dictator when you are in that state giving him that much power. And thank God I don't think he is a dictator. And I don't think he'd become a dictator. But you can't set this precedence. And yet, and do you hear anybody are. saying of it? Here, and, no, nobody's here talking about it. We're rolling over for, for all of it. We're not even... We're not even giving a thought to whether or not we should be doing this. We're just in such a panic right now. Nobody wants the disease. We don't want it to spread. So anything's proposed. Okay. Yep. We'll comply. We'll comply. You know what? Did Did you see the guy who probably... This is the study that probably had the president shut everything down. This is the, this is the study that, shot, uh, that uh, England shut down over everybody else. You heard, have you heard about the Imperial College study in, in the UK? Yeah, that's the big, that's that, the big it, scary uh, model that they've been that's using. That's the big one, mm-hmm. yeah. 500,000 deaths in the UK. Well, mm. now the guy who did the study says... I think we might have enough ICU beds and it's probably only going to kill 20,000 in the UK. That's pretty and big more difference. than half of those, more than half of those, he said, would have died by the end of the year in any way, uh, in any case, because they're sick and old. So wait a minute. Mm. Wait, wait a minute. You just said 500,000 people would die. Now you're saying 20,000 by the end of the year, and they probably would have died anyway, <laughs> and you've destroyed the global economy? <laughs> well, but I, I think I was reading that, too, and mm. as I was reading into his reasoning, his reasoning for his optimism seems to be the lockdown. Yeah, so that, Really? 
Really? Because the lockdown oh. was in place. He said the numbers are so encouraging with the lockdown. The lockdown in the UK had been going on for two solid days. Yeah, right. The, the official one. But they were doing, you know, the encouraged social distancing and all of that before. Social distancing. We were doing social distancing. There's nothing wrong with social distancing. We're talking about the shutting down of economies. Hang right. on. We got to take a quick mm-hmm. break. Back in just a second. All right. Now on the rare occasion when you actually leave your home, do you leave the front door standing wide open? You ever leave it unlocked? Of course not. Why? Because you know you have things that you need to protect. You would don't you just don't leave the door open. We're leaving the door open every time we get online. Cyber criminals can hack in and steal all of the most personal stuff, which is why you need Norton 360 in your life. It's affordable. It is simple. It has bank grade encryption. We're talking about real time security for your devices. It has a safe cam to block people from being able to take over your webcam. Don't give up your right to privacy. Get Norton 360 today. You know, they're talking about the government is doing a study right now, and I can guarantee you they're already they're already working towards this if they're not already doing it, where they are tracking everyone's cell phones and everyone's computers, everything, so they know exactly where everybody is located. You know, that's one reason why I have the bank grade encryption. Thank you, Norton 360. Uh, Norton 360, they can't prevent all cybercrime or all companies or governments monitoring you at all times, but... They are an integrated solution to help protect your devices and to help protect you. Save up to 50% off your first year now with the annual subscription at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Perhaps. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Let me give you some news on Donald Trump that no one in the media will give you. The head of the World Health Organization, the WHO. Remember, they've been used by the media to say, Donald Trump is just evil. He won't. He's putting people in coronavirus vats right now and making them drink whole liquid, mix up drinks that are made entirely out of coronavirus. And he's making them. He put a straw directly into their lungs. Well, here's what the head of the WHO said. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, is taking responsibility for leading the United States and their response to the global pandemic. He said uh, he has repeatedly called on the heads of state to lead a whole government response and said Trump is leading by example. This is exactly what he's doing, quoting, we appreciate because fighting this pandemic needs political commitment. Uh, And Donald Trump is doing all that he can. And I believe that kind of political commitment and political leadership can bring change or stop this pandemic. End quote. Oh, man, I, you know, I I actually, I don't know why, but I actually went online yesterday to some mainstream media sources and really started reading everything. There's everything is negative. Everything is negative. There's not one thing that anybody is writing right now about Donald Trump or about our government's response. I've, I've never seen anything like it. You know, it's it's I'm glad that the press has discredited itself 
as much as it as it has because we shouldn't be reading that crap because man you just you want to kill yourself after reading what they think you know is is going on and and how bad things really really are we're americans we're americans we're going to make it we'll find a way we always do You're listening to Glenn Beck. So yesterday, we told you that the federal government was going to give $2 trillion and pump it into the economy. Now, we couldn't tell you what was in the bill. Uh, We still can't get the full bill but we have pieces of the bill and i want to share what we found uh in pieces of the bill they're uh hoping to finish passing it today oh so the calvary will roll in but who are they rolling over by the way the the employment numbers just came out unemployment is up by 3.28 million americans that's in week one you want to know why the president says we have to get back to work we can't handle very many weeks like that we have got to turn the engine of america back on this is the glenbeck program I'm a big fan of finding silver linings, and here's a big silver lining. Uh, If you are somebody who is in debt, you have a mortgage, you've got credit card bills that are high-interest credit card bills, I want you to call AmericanFinancing.net. Call them today. This is the the best 10 minutes that you could spend today. I don't care what... I don't care if the hottest model just shows up in your house... And she's like, I've only got 10 minutes. If that's the 10 minutes that you were going to call American financing, pass on the model. This one is actually, I know, I know, hurts me to say it, but only because I know she's coming to my house and I've already called American financing. So (laughs) I got 10 minutes for her. Anyway, uh, call them at 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. Uh, refi your mortgage or ask them about a consolidation loan to get out of those high interest debts with 3.28 million people losing their jobs last week to put that into context it was about 650,000 that lost their jobs at the peak of 08 the worst job loss i think was 675,000 this is 3.28 in a week. We're in a different territory. You really won't recognize your country at the end of this. We've got to do the smart things and and save as much money as we can. AmericanFinancing.net will help you. Call them today. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Arguing with Socialists. The new book from Glenn Beck. Pre-order now on Amazon. So I know this is a dumb question, but Stu, I'd like you to help me out on some of these things. Okay, going over the uh, the bailout. 
I found a few things. Mm-hmm. The John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts Operations and Maintenance. For an additional mount for operations and maintenance of $25 million to remain available until September 30th, 2021 to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus domestically or internationally, including funding for deep cleaning and information technology to improve telework capability and for operations and maintenance requires related to the consequence of coronavirus. What? (laughs) exactly does the john f kennedy center need to do besides get a bunch of mothballs and roll them down the aisle and then vacuum them the back up when they can open the doors well in 25 million dollars in times of a pandemic glenn you want to make sure you pour money into facilities where people get together to sit really close to each other and watch a show it's unbelievable it's a great, great idea unbelievable <laughs> i think we can do deep cleaning there for less than 25 million dollars and notice and this is a key word notice it says um to prepare for and respond to coronavirus domestically or internationally well, if they move is the Kennedy Center the... to um, Madagascar at uh-huh. any point, or Ukraine, it could be a huge, <laughs> could be a huge issue. <laughs> All right, I I don't think we should be, uh, you know, twenty five million dollars to, uh, you know, the the Kennedy Center. I, I mean, how much does it turn uh, take to turn off the lights and then come back later? Why are we paying performers and artists for not performing? I mean, get the unemployment that the plumber gets the national foundation on the arts and humanities five national endowment for the arts six grants and administration for the additional amount now 25 million dollars to turn out the lights of the kennedy center this is an additional amount for grants and administration 75 million dollars to remain available until September 30th, 2021, to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus domestically or internationally to be distributed in grants. Oh, okay. So, wow. Uh, so $75 million to pay artists. Okay. Um, who's getting these grants? And I'm an artist. Can I get one? I'm guessing the answer is negatory, chief, negatory. Uh, Howard University for an additional amount for Howard University of $13 million to prepare to respond to domestically, internationally, help defray the expenses directly caused by coronavirus and enable grants to students for expenses directly related to coronavirus for the disruption of university operations. What, what, what? I mean, how expensive are the books now? $13 13 million dollars for to to cover the disruptions 13 million dollars I mean can I just tell you in this bill schools are getting an awful lot of money and with all due respect for the the amount of fleecing that these these universities have done I think clean up your own mess but that's just me how are they different than the plumber right down the road How come Beacon Plumbing is not getting millions of dollars? I mean, keeping my crapper clean and and flushing with all this toilet paper that I now have. 
I mean, that seems to be more critical to me than, you know, giving grants to students for the disruption of university operations. I don't even know what that means. Also, notice all of these domestic or international. That's that phrase is mentioned 115 times in the document. Why does Howard need to spend money outside the U.S.? How much money exactly is going to be leaving the U.S.? Because I thought we were bailing out the United States. Source of funds used for payments of salaries and expenses of Tiny Findings Child Development Center. The Government Accountability Office may reimburse the Tiny Findings Child Development Center for salaries for employees incurred from April 1st to September 30th, 2020 for employees uh, of such center who have been ordered to cease working due to measures taken in the Capitol complex to combat coronavirus, not to exceed $100,000 a month. So this is the tiny little Findings Child Development Center that's in the Capitol. So they took care of theirs. But what about all the little Chinese, uh, the, the, uh, the child findings development centers that are around the country? I was just with uh, the bank president of my local bank just, what, a day ago, two days ago. And we were talking, he runs a small business on top of that one. He runs a, a daycare. He and his daughter run a daycare. I said, how's that going? He said, not well. I don't know how we're going to keep those doors open. Well... Okay, well, how come he doesn't get any help? See, this is the kind of stuff that it drives people nuts. This is the kind of stuff that gives, that creates the Tea Party or Occupy Wall Street. It does. Now they're giving to a private nonprofit. Well, how come Mercury won? We do a lot of good. How come we're not on that? How do you even get in line on that? You don't. Extension of Sexual Risk Avoidance Education Program, $48,287,671 for the period beginning October 1st, October 1st, 2019, and ending May 22nd, uh, May 22nd of 2020. Excuse me. Okay, wait. For the period beginning October 1st, 2016, 2019, that's in the past, and ending May 22nd, and they need $50 million? I mean, I'm sure they're doing great work. No, I mean that sincerely. But $50 million spent on telling people to self-regulate sexual risk? Wouldn't, uh, you know, hey, uh, everybody stay in shelter in place. Shouldn't that stop all risky behavior? I mean, you're only having sex with the people that you're trapped with. And that kind of sorting that out? I give that one to you for free. United States government federal work study during qualifying emergency in general in the event of a qualifying emergency an institution of higher education participating in the program under part C of title four of the higher education act if they affected work study students for the period of time not to exceed one academic year in which affected students are unable to fulfill the student's work study obligation for all or part of such academic year doing to such qualifying emergencies as follows payments may be made blah 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 so wait students who work will get full-time paychecks for not working when did we start giving students a pension do plumbers get that? 
Section 3510, continuing education at affected foreign institutions. Oh, be nice if we had more information on this uh, section, more detail on exactly how they're going to pay, who they're going to pay for what, how much. But nope, that's all it was. Section 3510, continuing education at affected foreign institutions. Don't know what that is. Don't know how much they get. Don't know where that money's going. Temporary relief for student loan borrowers. The secretary shall suspend all payments due for loans made under Part D and Part B uh, held by the Department of Education, blah, 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 suit through September 30th, 2020. Consideration of payments notwithstanding any other provision in the higher education, blah, blah, blah. Secretary shall deem each month for which the loan payment was suspended under the section as if the borrower of the loan had made the payments for the purpose of any loan forgiveness program. Wait, hold it. What? Yeah, you heard that right. They're not just putting a hold on student loans. As long as the student claims this is an emergency, we're going to count each month as if we paid the loan for them. Uh, wait a minute. Excuse me. What? I just, I just last hour outlined what you should be doing, and that is... You should be calling your governor right now and telling the governor to put pressure on the banks to just put a moratorium on your mortgage for three months. That's business mortgages. That's, you know, uh, your your mortgage payment. If you have any kind of mortgage payment that should be suspended for three months because we can use that money to a take the pressure off of families and they don't lose their homes take the pressure off of businesses yeah cheesecake factory said they can't meet their mortgage payment they may have to close don't let that happen america everyone could take that burden off their shoulders but i didn't ask that the government makes those payments the government is is counting from now until september as they're making all of the payments for the student loans Oh, my gosh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Inclusion of certain over-the-counter medicines qualified as medical expenses. Guess what, Stu? Guess what? What? Guess what? Guess what we're paying for? <laughs> Guess what we're paying for? I don't know what. Yeah. Tampons, pads, liners, <laughs> cups, sponge. Mm. We're doing it all. Good. I, I was hoping that would happen. Finally. Finally. Well, How many times have we I've demanded always, this? I know. I've always thought, you know, we should be paying for tampons and genital tract secretions. Uh, and so we're doing it. So that's that's really good. Temporary government in the Sunshine Act relief. If the chairman of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System determines in writing that unusual and ex, uh, extreme circumstances exist, the board may conduct meetings without regard to the requirements of Section 552B of Title uh, Five. United States code during the period beginning, blah, 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 blah. Now that's great. Sounds wonderful. Uh, except I don't know what U S code title five section five, five, two B says no big deal. I mean, I looked it up. Uh, it's just a mandate that all meetings have to be open to the public observation. So, you know, we would have some idea of what's going on, but they don't have to do that. Now they don't have to be open to the public, uh, U S code five, five, two B, Open meetings. A member shall not jointly conduct or dispose any agency business other in accordance with this section, blah, blah, blah. So this is all super, super great. But wait, there's more. Lots and lots more.
coming up in one minute. I want to talk to you a little bit about real estate agents. I trust.com. Uh, you know, we are in a, we're in a different world right now. Uh, and I, and I want you to understand that, uh, the world we're living in means uh, how are you going to sell your house? These are unparalleled times. We don't know how this is all going to uh, affect us. It makes people uneasy and worried and everything else. If you need to sell your house or buy a new house, I know the stress that normally comes with it. And the stress now is uh, even worse. We are fortunate to work with some of the top agents in America. These are the best of the best. These are the people with the best track record, in our opinion, uh, for a range of different things. These are people who are going to tell you the truth, give you the best advice that is right for you. You need to work with an agent right now that can bring solutions to you and your home that uh, they can take cash offers or maybe, you know, maybe it's just time to upgrade and get your house ready to sell for the summer month. I don't know what you should do. But I will tell you the real estate agents I trust.com, if you go there, we will send the best real estate agent uh, in our opinion, over to your uh, over to your home. We'll give you their number. You can set up the the um, the interview, but you interview them. I think you know you it, it's worth just looking into having somebody tell you what do you need to do to prepare. Use this time to prepare so when that market opens back up again, it opens up wide for you. Not every market is closed right now, but some of the bigger cities are. But uh, if you need to buy or sell a home, please go with the people that you can you can trust to do it right. Real estate agents. I trust dot com. Real estate agents. I trust dot com. Ten seconds. Station ID. Agricultural programs, the office of the secretary for an additional amount, the office of the secretary of hang on just a second. Yeah. Nine billion five hundred million dollars to remain available until expended to remain available until expended to prevent, prepare for and respond to the coronavirus by providing support for agricultural producers impacted by coronavirus, including uh, producers of specialty crops, producers that supply local food systems, including farmer markets, restaurants, schools, livestock producers, including dairy producers. Now, that is quite the bailout. Uh, I mean, uh, this money can't possibly be going to the big evil farm corporation fat cats right it's just for family farmers right have they been hit that hard i know i know what's coming is going to hit them uh and what's coming is a lack of workers because we've stopped all visas to be able to come in and work the fields so how are they going to plant how are and what amount of money is going to get people to plant and do work that Americans don't do anymore. Nine point five billion billion dollars. And may I just point out all throughout this, it's 
available until expended. Why don't we just wait to see how much we need? Put that money back out there. Say, okay, we think farmers might need $9.5 billion. And then let's put that money out there and then let's gauge it. And let's spend what we have to spend. Why is it until it's expended? Why the motivation to give that money away? By the way, till expended, uh, that is only appearing in the document 33 times. So 33 times that money is gone no matter what happens uh, in, because, of this, because of this virus. So I think that's, uh, I think that's good. I could tell you about the um, 15th replenishment, but, I mean, you know what that is. So I don't even think I need to go into the how much money is going to the 15th um, replenishment. Oh, you don't, you don't know what that is? Don't worry. Just, you know, your tax money's you know, going to Africa. Don't worry about it. Do you know that the, the entire continent of Africa has fewer cases of coronavirus than New York or Westchester or Nassau or Chicago or Seattle? The entire right. continent? Mm-hmm. Sure. But our children's children's grandchildren are going to be paying for the money that we're sending over so they can fight the coronavirus well, in this bill. This is what this it, is sick. What's interesting about all of this is that we're going to see plenty of countries go through this without any social distancing or anything. Because I guarantee there's cases in Africa. They're just not testing at all. Of course there. there are. So of course. Uh, of course. this is basically happening in Mexico, uh, right on our border. They're oh, not yeah, doing but, much yeah, of anything. No, no, no. No, we're not. We're not protecting our borders now. People can come in here, get it, you know, uh, in Mexico, and then come across the border. And don't worry, when that becomes a pandemic there, don't worry about our overcrowded hospitals. They won't flood the American hospitals. That won't be a problem. Okay. Um, I I, I want to tell you about LifeLock. If you're as smart as I believe you are. You're the type of person who didn't get completely taken off guard financially when the stock market stepped on several dozen rakes here recently. Maybe you've got cash emergency fund that covers your bills for a month. Maybe if something goes wrong, maybe you have a generator or something sitting in the garage just in case. Maybe you went out and maybe you went out and bought a loom. If anybody has a loom, it's members of this audience. They have a loom. Listen, you are a responsible person, and I want to make sure that you are responsible in the digital world as well. Cyber criminals and identity thieves are getting smarter all the time. With all of this money out there, you don't think they are having a celebration? They are looking for information. You know, the federal government wants to direct deposit right into your bank account now from the IRS. You know how much fraud happens with the IRS every single year? Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the cases that you're going to miss on your own. Save up to 25% off your first year. Go to LifeLock.com. That's LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Go to GlennBeck.com or Amazon.com and pre-order Arguing with Socialists. It's the new book by Glenn Beck out April 7th. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. 
I just got this in. Glenn, I wanted to let you all know about the three-month mortgage deferment that we've been offered here in Florida. We've had two hurricanes in the last three years. Both times we were offered this from either Regions Bank or Wells Fargo. What they offered was no mortgage payments for three months. Then the fourth month, we had to pay all three payments at once. Not sure what they're doing in California, but I imagine it's the same. Could you guys check into it and uh, and call them out on it? It's worse than no help at all. If that's what they're doing, then that is worse than and then nothing at all. Um, it, what I'm talking about is an actual, not a deferment, an actual pass. If you want to defer it, then fold it back into the lump sum of the mortgage uh, and just just extend it three more months you know, after your mortgage, uh, you know, loan, your loan agreement, just extended after that. Otherwise, just don't make that payment for three months. That's 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 the way to help people actually stop uh, taking so much money from them. And you're not taking. We all agreed on this. But when you leave, when you let people keep their own money, it's better than giving them money. Let them keep that money for three months and let them use it as they see fit, uh, because that is our biggest concern, I think, is is our house, our our rent, our our mortgages. And by suspending that and by the state suspending property taxes, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the state. But you know what? It's going to hurt the state even more if we all can't afford anything and we all go out. So. I would urge you to call your governors uh, and ask them to suspend suspend property taxes and also to suspend uh, mortgages for a three month period to go and negotiate with the banks and see if you can get that uh, extended or or suspended for three months. Not some sort of deferment program like that, but actually suspend it for three months. I think we could get back on our feet and the stress would go way down on people. All right, we have Ben Weingarten on. Ben is a, a friend of the program. He he worked for the Blaze. He's a just a great guy. He's the author of a new book called American Ingrate. He's now the senior contributor for the Federalist. Welcome to the program, Ben Weingarten. Glenn, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. You bet. First, can we talk about coronavirus? What are your what are your thoughts on on what this really is and how we're going to weather this? Yeah, my, my biggest concern ultimately is twofold. In, it, it, it's that we need to inculcate a message that, one, communist China is a global menace. They are the responsible party for this. The information operation that they're engaged in right now to try to make, first of all, so discord by raising this whole narrative of it's racist to call it the Chinese coronavirus needs to be combated. Now they're trying to act as the world's saviors, arguing that they have this pandemic under control based upon data that, of course, we can't trust. The finger needs to be pointed squarely at China, and this underscores the imperative that we decouple from China in every single strategically significant sector, period, full stop. And then on the home front, I think the real takeaway is that, one, we should not be making mass decisions to shut down our entire society and cause definitive damage on the basis of shoddy data and the shoddy models that are that spit out that data. And number two, given the massive financial shock to our system of this, 
I think what the coronavirus underscores is that we need to get our fiscal house in order, and that's both at the governmental level, in our businesses, and in our homes as well. Well, it's easier said than done when they just wrote a check for $2 trillion and the Fed wrote a check on the same day for $4 trillion. I mean, it took from George Washington and George W. Bush to rack up $6 trillion in debt, and they did it in one blink two nights ago. I mean, it's it's remarkable. Uh, do you see us, uh, you know, with the uh, labor numbers coming out last night at 3.2 or this morning, 3.28 million new people on unemployment. Uh, that's by far the biggest record. Um, uh, do you see us going into a depression or can we turn the lights back on here in a few weeks and still be able to roar back? I think there's going to be a a lag and it's going to be incredibly painful for Americans from turning the lights back on to actually seeing an uptick in business activity and productivity. What I would emphasize is look at the way the Democrats have tried to use this crisis to put forth basically as temporary measures all of the agenda items that they want over the long term. Mm -hmm. Where is the Republican counter response of Here's our agenda so that we have a rip-roaring economy coming out of this and all of this pent-up demand and excitement. Where's our response? Yeah, well, we don't have one because we don't have a bunch of people in Congress that have a clue as to what really a conservative constitutionalist really means. There's only a couple of them in there. Um, Let me switch topics here. You've just written a new book on Elon Omar, and I think this is one of the biggest stories. This is... This is bigger than uh, the uh, the McCarthy hearings, bigger than that scandal. And yet Elon Omar is probably not going to go down as the supervillain that I think she really is. It, it really is remarkable. And what I suggest the real story on Ilhan Omar is, is that we know about his her radical rhetoric, her agenda of socialism at home and surrender abroad. We know about the personal scandal that you've hammered home on your show about her corruption and associated criminality, not just stemming from the alleged fraudulent marriage likely to her brother, but all manner of other criminal potential violations and clear ethical violations as well. But that this is a person who represents where the Democratic Party is going, if not where it already is, and in her own right has amassed a substantial amount of power. And what I suggest in the book is that if you look at the people with whom she's consorted, the groups who have paid her money, the policy position she stakes out, this is someone who you want to talk about a case of clear cut collusion. This is someone who I make the case has colluded with terror tied Islamist adversaries, both foreign and domestic. And therefore, she poses a literal danger to the life and limb of Americans as someone who sits on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. But more broadly, she really represents the fact that it is the squad's Democratic Party right now. And we're seeing that play out in any number of areas. So you don't think that what happened with Bernie Sanders and everything else, that that shows that the Democrats are pulling back from the brink? So I wrote an article about this actually a bit earlier this week where I make the case that Biden, or I would call it really generic Democrat establishment candidate, maybe winning the primary battles, but Bernie Sanders is winning the ideological war. And you see that in the fact that Biden has staked out further left positions than at any time in his career. The Democratic presidential field itself 
was further left than ever before. Biden has been constantly saying, look, Bernie, we agree on principles. We agree on the vision. We just differ a little bit on how to get there. The, the biggest metric that I think demonstrates this, and I argue this in the book, is that when the Congressional Progressive Caucus started in the early 90s, there were six members. Bernie Sanders was one of them. Today, they're just under 100 members of the Congressional Progressive Caucus. More than 40% of the Democrats in the House are members of the Congressional Progressive Caucus. They are the ones engaging in a long march to take over their party, and they're being very successful at it. So let me go back to um, Elon Omar, because she's in the 5th Congressional District in Minnesota. That has become the hotbed for terrorists uh, and the number one training ground, if I'm not mistaken, in the country while she's been in office. And and even before that, and and it bears noting, I'm sure your listeners won't be surprised by this, that this was Keith Ellison's district before it was Ilhan Omar's district. And what I suggest is that she is someone who has consorted with every single U.S.-based Islamist group imaginable. She is basically CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, is woman in Congress. She supports their policies. She speaks in front of them. She's generated income from CARE as well. She aligns perfectly in terms of her vision of what American foreign policy would be, namely siding with Islamist adversaries against anti-Islamists. And then at home, disarming ourselves, not fighting the jihadist threat, actually treating white males as the primary terroristic threat in this country. And oh, by the way, this is someone who herself has actually known several Somali Americans who then went to go fight on behalf of jihadist groups. She's never explained what her relationship with those individuals was. It's just one of the major questions I raise in this book. So the name of the book is American Ingrate by Ben Weingarten. Um, Ben, last question. We've been on this story forever. There is no one in the mainstream media that will touch this. Do you do you see anything that's going to change that? I mean, how how do you get her out? The, the, The only way that I see this going down, because I do not have faith, unfortunately, necessarily in her constituents in that district, is I suspect she thinks that she can act with total impunity, and she has been proven right so far. And her camp attacks anyone who dares to raise this story as being a bigot, even though it would be bigoted to hold her to a different standard than anyone else. So what I would suggest is that, first of all, we need to keep hammering home the truth, not be cowed into submission by her attacks, including her campaign's attacks on me after I put this book out, actually. We need to keep Mm, speaking forcefully, boldly, and honestly. And and, and beyond that point, I think she is going to make missteps because she's so confident that she's untouchable. Ben Weingarten, thank you so much. If you're stuck at home, even if you're not stuck at home, worth the read, American Ingrate. Uh, from senior contributor of the uh, Federalist and good friend of mine, Ben Weingarten. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Glenn. Now, on the rare occasion when you do leave your house, you leave your house and you lock it up, as you should lock it up. Um uh, hang on just a second. I'm in the I'm on the wrong I'm on the wrong page here. I want to talk to you about uh, rough greens. I want to talk to you about what has happened to my dog Uno. Are you FF greens? Are you FF greens? The only the only supplement that dogs ask for by name. Rough greens. <laughs> anyway, um, this is a this is a 
a series of minerals that you put on the food. It's not dog food. It's it's vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, even omega oils and antioxidants. I brought this home. My dog loved it. I mean, so much. It's like crack that my wife's like, we're taking this to the vet. I want to make sure we're not giving them something. And I said, look at the bag. It's all natural stuff. I want to take it to the vet. Okay, so she took it to the vet. Uh, and uh, the vet said, this stuff's fantastic. And I said, yeah, of course it is. Honey, right as usual. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on my walk home uh, from the vet, as Tanya drove home, I thought to myself, maybe I should have made this uh, uh, her idea. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't be living in the doghouse. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens, roughgreens.com. Start a 14-day jumpstart challenge today, Fourteen ninety-five. You will see the difference in your dog. You really will. I can't believe Uno's like not the same dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Everybody's doing something. Everybody's doing. This is Andy Eversall. He's a guy from uh, North Carolina, uh, just pounding out something that sounds very depression-like, doesn't it? The coronavirus blues. Welcome back to the program. This is the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I, uh, I I have to play something that was making the rounds that uh, caught my eye. It's from the FDIC. Now. There's something about this that just doesn't make me feel more comfortable, and I want to play it for you. Here's a message from the FDIC. We're living in unprecedented time. At a time of a pandemic like this, it is way too easy to get confused and to have fear about what you should be doing with your money in your accounts, especially as you're looking at the volatility in the stock market and the financial sector. This is what I would like you to take away from this. Your money is safe at the banks. The last thing you should be doing is pulling Wait. your money out of the banks now, thinking that it's going to be safer someplace else. Okay, you don't stop, want to be walking stop, around. Stop, stop, stop. Stu, is it just me? <laughs> is it just me? We shouldn't have gotten somebody that sounds a little like Vladimir Putin to be telling us, look, everything. I know that there are bogus videos that are going around the Internet right now telling you what you should do with money. But this isn't definitely not one of them. Uh, keep money in bank. Everything is fine. I mean, it's, that's just that part of it, you know, is just more comedic. But uh, the other part is, why are they putting this out? Right. Why are they, what are you doing? I didn't have a problem with my money in the bank, but now I do. <laughs> now I'm like, why are you telling me this? Is everybody else running for the, the, the bank to get their money out? There's a bit of an element there of, of your wife coming home and just saying, by the way, I want you to know I'm not cheating on you and you should not I be didn't... worried that I'm cheating on you Wait. in any way. You know, Wait, we've been together for such a long time and we've never had a problem. Therefore, cheating is I... an, ir- it's, it's an irrational fear. <laughs> So Wait, I'm not I, cheating on you. This it. is what I would like you to take away from this discussion. You, I'm not <laughs> cheating on you. Wait, you know what I take away from that discussion? You're cheating on me. That's what I take away. You know, it's really funny because some of these some of these messages where they're trying to make us feel better, it only makes us feel worse. You know, when the, the government says, 
We just wanted to take some unprecedented action so we, everybody knows we're going to be fine. You know, we put a $2, billion, a $2 trillion deal together. The Fed's coming up with another $4 trillion, so everything's fine. No, wait. I don't think everything's fine, <laughs> or you wouldn't be doing that. Why are you doing that? Everything's definitely not fine. How's the uh, how's the stock market doing right now, Stu? It is up uh, approximately 800 points. Um, Shut up. Yeah. Really? Even with unemployment down, what, over a million more people than they thought worst case scenario? Yeah. They, I mean, we all expected it to be really bad. This is actually worse than it was expected. <laughs> but at the same yeah, time, they expected like 2.2. When they're expecting $6 trillion uh, to be injected into the economy in one way or another, they're saying at least there's a short term sugar rush out of that. Whether that you know puts us out of business in the long run is a totally different story. But that's the way the markets are reacting. Well, you shouldn't react this way. You should react responsibly. Uh, no sugar rush. No sugar rush for you. Don't worry. Keep money. It's fine. No sugar. What? Hello, America. Welcome to Thursday. We have our COVID-19 update for you in just a second. Stand by for that. Uh, also, not as much of a prediction as just a consequence of what's happening as I look at all of the trends around the world and I see what we have done in our own country. I want to give you a warning and something you can do about it. Uh, I want you to do it uh, first before everybody else catches on uh, so you can protect your family and share it with your friends as well. You don't want to be late to this party. And I'll tell you about that coming up in just a few minutes. Stand by. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Our sponsor this half hour, uh, we are so glad to have, is American Financing. Uh, no, it's Rough Greens? What the hell is... I'm sorry. Rough Greens. Right, can you tell that I'm here by myself and nobody's actually <laughs> handing me stuff? Uh, rough greens, uh, rough greens is what I give my dog, uh, Uno and Uno hated to eat, hated it. Now, last night we were, um, walking down the hallway and, uh, Uno had been laying down on the floor of the uh, living room and she said, Hey, Uno dinner. I saw, he ran, he ran to his bowl. I've never seen my dog do that ever. Uh, he loves this stuff. And there is a huge difference in him. Enormous. I've never seen him like this before. Um, we've been taking it now for, what is it? About a month or so, month plus. And there is a huge difference in his health, the way he looks, the way he acts. This is not a dog food. This is a supplement that you put on the dog food. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com. It has vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, even omega oils and antioxidants. Everything that your dog's body needs that they're not getting from a dog food. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Go there now. Roughgreens.com. Take the 14-day Jumpstart Challenge, $14.95. Do it now. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. 
democratically socialist economies. Arguing with socialists. First of all, it's it's democratic. The new book from Glenn Beck. Mm. Um, and the other okay. thing, too, is that... Is that you can pre-order it now on Amazon. It's democratic. All right, total cases worldwide now for our coronavirus update. All the numbers, 5.30 a.m. are locked in uh, from Johns Hopkins University. Total confirmed cases worldwide now, 486,702, up from 434 yesterday. Total confirmed deaths only up 3,000 worldwide, 22,000 now. Uh, Total confirmed recovered worldwide, 117. That's up 6,000 from yesterday. 4% of active cases are now considered serious, requiring hospitalization. That is steady from 4% yesterday, but down from 19% in February. 12% of U.S. confirmed cases do require hospitalization at this point. So the U.S. now has 65,581 confirmed cases and 1,000 deaths. Yesterday, uh, it was 784 that had died. And we're up about 12,000 now in cases overnight. We now have 428 official recovered against 1,036 deaths. Brother, can you spare $2 trillion? As we found out this morning, the unemployment rate has gone through the roof, up over a 1,000% in a week. We have gone from 292 jobs uh, being created, 292,000 jobs being created, to 3.28 million jobs lost, those people getting online to uh, file for unemployment. That is in the first week of the coronavirus this is the biggest turnaround and biggest job loss in american history but the senate passed the roughly two trillion dollar economic relief response Um, we're supposed to be getting direct payments right into your bank account every american well not every american but those deemed worthy will get twelve hundred dollars in two to three weeks twenty four hundred plus up to four months and unemployment benefits Uh, Cuomo has confirmed what introverts have long known. Social distancing seems to be working in New York. That's a very positive sign. Anybody who went to Mardi Gras, were the beads worth it? Mardi Gras now getting blamed for the Big Easy outbreak. This is the perfect storm, they say. Uh, Fat Tuesday uh, is is really when uh, the heads up from the government uh, came in and said, hey, you should not be uh, gathering. But there were 1.4 million tourists there. We, quote, shared drink cups. We shared each other's space in crowds. People were in close contacts, catching beads. It's now clear they also caught more than beads. Trouble for the Big Easy. U.S. military officially now on a no-travel lockdown. If you're in the military, you're not to travel at all. They want to make sure that none of this virus is being spread anywhere else, including in the own ranks. And for the best darn face mask in the whole wide world, we have my pillow to thank for it. My pillow now is is going to be making face masks. They will go, Mike Lindell said, they'll do whatever it takes to make these. We're going to hopefully be uh, going from 10,000 units a day to 50,000 units a day in a very short period of time. 
Mike Lindell joins literally hundreds of other companies in the U.S. who have heeded the call of President Trump to convert production to respirators, masks, ventilators, gowns, and other needed equipment. And some good news. Further evidence that COVID-19 is seasonal and may spread less in the summer months. Don't let that fool you. It will come back in the fall if it is seasonal. We won't be over it, but it will give us a chance to really kind of catch our breath. We hang on. Who is on the. I'm sorry, um, Wilfred from the Biden campaign is on the phone with us now, not expecting a call. Wilfred. Hello. 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 Yes. Wilfred. I'd like to speak on the radio, please. You are on the radio. Yes. You interrupted the the host of the program. That's me, Wilfred. You're on. Go ahead. No, um, well, my name is Wilfred. The host's name yes. is also Wilfred. No, I'm. This is Glenn Beck. You called into the show. You're with the Biden campaign. Uh, hello, my name is Wilfred. I'm calling <laughs> yes. from Sun City, Florida. Yes, and I am yes. the youth outreach director for the Biden campaign. Twenty youth outreach. 20. Yes. Yes. Okay. And uh-huh. I wanted to get a message to your audience, if if I may. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, please. Um, it's it's not the, the the coronavirus. Have you heard of? Have, yeah. Do you know what? I've heard. Yes. Okay. We've we all know it. The coronavirus yes. is is being talked about as if it only affects elderly people. And I want your audience to know that it also can affect young people like you and I. And even right. even, right. even youngsters right. like Joe Biden can be affected right. by okay. this. Joe uh, was, we have decided as a campaign to protect Joe Biden from coronavirus. And uh-huh. we, yeah. we will be putting him in, in, a, in a lockdown. There's a shed behind what? his home. And he will All be right, well, in he's the already... shed behind his home until November. We right, also now, he's wait a minute. Yes. He's already in his house. So I, I mean, you just wired his house for television, and you know he's doing these uh, these these group meetings online now. Well, we're, we uh, we've looked at the research scientifically and <laughs> yeah. discovered uh, a worry that is not being talked about, that coronavirus may pass through cameras. Um, (laughs) I don't think any of that's true. Well, we we want to be very careful, so we're not going to have Joe do any interviews or speeches or appearances of any kind until November. Uh, Right. And that's because you're... you're, Yeah, you're afraid uh, mid-November, the... the election will be over by mid-November. Yeah, well, he's planning to vote by mail. Right. Okay. Nobody. I mean, nobody will see him. He won't have a chance to talk to the American people. Well, safety first, of course. Right. He, he would like to tell you about the plan he's putting together for All right. Coro- All right. coronavirus. Do you know? Have yes. you heard of the corona? Uh, I, I've heard okay. about that, yes. Right. But what is his plan? Do you have it there? Step one. Stay mm-hmm. home and keep the economy going. Step Wait. two. Wait. Meet online only. 
but make sure to wash your hands before typing. Uh, Step right, three, none of the, the, only yeah. talk to people who are on your lap. <laughs> oh, what was that last? What was that last one again? <laughs> it was like, are you there? Uh, oh yes, only talk to people <laughs> who are on your lap. Really? Okay, why is that? Oh, on, you the, know? on the top of your lap, I think. The top of your lap. Top of your okay. lap. Yes, talk to them. All right. Um, if you do these things, Joe Biden will be giving out iPod shuffles. Uh, to all people <laughs> who volunteer, and Those are I, hard to get. And I know that you have an audience who may lean a little to the to the right side of, maybe not so yes. friendly to some of the policies yes. of of Joe. Right. However, he wants yes. to address that with with his Second Amendment plan. Okay, and what's I, his Second Amendment plan? Everyone is allowed one blunderbuss. If you, uh, if you, all, that's, well, that's, that's the, all you need. If someone's like coming into your house, you just walk out on your porch and you fire your blunderbuss into the sky. Right. And then everyone right. will know that they're not allowed to come over while you're dancing the June bug. All right. Thank you very much, Wilfred. And that's the uh, Joe Biden guarantee. All right, thank, thank you very thank much, you. Wilfred, from the uh, Joe Biden Youth Outreach. Uh, is a hard time getting that thing hung up. All right, relief factor. There was a time where uh, I had a really, really hard time just even getting out of bed. And you, when you're in pain and constant pain, everything you do is a struggle, and you get up and i know i did i'd get up every day and i go I, I can't do i just can't keep doing this this is killing me i can't live with this pain like that so you have two choices you either succumb to it or you fight through it and you know what fighting through it it's good but after 10 years of fighting through pain you're like okay 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 something's got to change well my wife forced me to start taking relief factor relief factor is a miracle for me just a miracle i couldn't paint i couldn't even write anymore I, i'd hold a pen or a pencil in my hand if it was more than just signing my name once the pain would get so bad in my hands I, my hands would cramp up and i couldn't i couldn't write anymore and i love to handwrite. i hated it i got my life back because of relief factor Relief factor, 800-583-84, 800-583-84. Just try this, please. I'm sorry. I know I sound like my wife here. Just try it. Just try it. You want it to be? Ugh. Relief factor. That's how she sounds, too. Help me. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. So, Stu. Stu, 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 Stu. Yes, Glenn. Stu. Mm-hmm. Help me out with this story. A judge in Florida. Now, you know there's trouble already because <laughs> it's happening in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
A judge in Florida has granted a motion to have another mental health expert evaluate a Florida college student accused of fatally attacking a couple outside their home and chewing off part of the man's face. Earlier in March, a health expert for the state agreed with the defense expert's assessment that he was insane. (laughs) In the recent ruling, Circuit Court Judge Sherwood Bauer Jr. said this is the only time he'll grant permission for uh, prosecutors to have a second expert appointed to evaluate him, uh, according to the Palm Beach uh, Post. He's a 19-year-old Florida University student. When the attack happened, he's charged with two counts of first-degree murder with attempted murder on a neighbor who came to the aid of the couple during the attack. Defense expert Dr. Philip Resnick wrote that the young man, now 23, is believe, really truly believed he was half man, half dog when he attacked the couple. The state's expert psychologist evaluated him for five hours, concluded he was insane. Isn't this the wrong argument, too? I mean, if you're a dog and you attack someone like that, they just kill you. So, like, you're are you arguing they, they for the death penalty? Down. Yeah, this is right. <laughs> so, what my problem is is why is he insane? If he believed he was half man, half dog, why was he insane? I, shouldn't mm. we all have to admit that he's half man, half dog? Shouldn't we all have to say? Shouldn't we all encourage him to be half man, half dog? We're not doubting. Why his, is this what his feelings are? Are we? I mean, that's yeah, not right. He feels. He believes. He's got it. It's it's. He's choosing to live his life as half man, half dog. I, I, now we, we still put him to sleep, right? But what is the problem with that? Believe all half men, half dogs is the hashtag. I think that should be trending right now because I know <laughs> I. I know who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? And maybe this this couple smelled like bacon. It's very it's very possible. Most people do. I've found most people smell like bacon. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Seventy four. Must be a torturous percent. world to live in. <laughs> uh, well, a, not for you because you're you're a vegan, so I'm, it's not I'm necessarily not torture vegan, for you. Yes, no. It, uh, or you're a vegetarian. Yes, um, that's true. It's uh, not uh, it's not that torturous for me. I suppose it is a strange uh, strange approach, though. Because we are told all the time that we are just supposed to yeah. embrace these things as they are said. You don't even, there's not even a moment to question them anymore. You just embrace Amen, them. Amen, brother. Yeah, you know, like there was the, the Wuhan virus thing was sort of went this direction. Everybody in the press was calling it Wuhan virus. And then one day it just became racist to do the thing they had been doing. And there was never an acknowledgement that they went back and said, well, obviously it was okay for us to do it at this point, And here's the reasoning. It's just, you're doing it now, you're racist, ignore that we ever did it before. So the same thing applies here. If, if, if you've been telling us we need to accept every little bit of everybody's changes, whatever's going on in their head at that time, why don't we treat, well, why doesn't this guy get a doghouse? Why don't we give him some rubber toys and, uh, and see what happens? And encourage him to yeah. live his life that way. Mm-hmm. Make it easier for him to live his life that way. Not excusing his murder, but is not insane, is he, for believing he's a half man, half dog? Well, you can't. Bring Why does that make you insane? You certainly can't bring a dog into court, can you? There's no court for no. that. No. So no. Uh, I think we're, uh, that we've handled this all wrong. All right. Um, let me go through some of the mail that uh, I've uh, received here recently. I work at Wegmans, Glenn, in Bel Air, Maryland. Are you familiar with Wegmans, Stu? Yeah, we, they were back in, I remember them being in like Pennsylvania, I think, when we lived there. Oh, they had really, Wegmans. they're the best. It's a grocery they're store. They're one of the best yeah. grocery stores ever, yeah. 
Um, my position is making uh, patisserie, patisserie items for the bakery. Oh, I love you. <laughs> As of uh, last Thursday, when our governor decided to close the schools throughout Maryland, our store and every other grocery store, no to man, has been running uh, at breakneck speed to keep up with demands. Within a 24-hour period, our store had several hand sanitizer machines stationed throughout the building, and a list of new cleaning requirements were enacted. Let me tell you, Wegmans is one of the cleanest stores I've ever seen. Now our place shines and sparkles every two hours. It's amazing how this company has stepped up. Our workforce has changed its responsibility for making product to make sure every Everyone's safe. It's uh, everywhere with this new mandate. Yesterday, the baker was told not to make any more cake orders till further notice. The reason being the trucks are needed to bring in the high demand items. And this is a big deal. The average Saturday, we have between 40 and 60 cake orders. That's a big deal. They also say we're not able to write on cakes anymore that are out for sale on the floor for fear of cross contamination. There are grumbles from few people, but most are understanding. I don't know when this is going to get better, but I do know that I'm tremendously blessed to be working for the Wegman family. For the next two months, they're paying both full-time and part-time employees $2 an hour more. They're accepting any request to work more hours to help keep the store clean and safe for all. If for some reason somebody doesn't feel comfortable working because of the virus, they'll consult with you on your options. If you become sick, you're given a 14-day quarantine and you're paid for it. Wegmans employers with a heart i think that's great and they really are they really are good good people and a good grocery store um glenn listening yesterday to your show for the first 30 minutes i realized everyone is probably going through what i am i'm in my 50s i have a house payment truck payment i have 20 acres i have a tractor payment my wife has immune disorder therefore i'm really concerned but yesterday the owners of the company informed us we're shutting down for a couple of weeks well, part of my job is to watch financial statements. I'm a non-optimistic about this. The thing we are missing looking at financials and bailouts and unemployment benefits is the men uh, have a need to work. The harder we work, the better we feel about ourselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and towards our family. If 50% of us lose our identity, we will find it hard to recover any sense of normalcy. Boy, I think this, this comes in from Jim, I think this is right on target. Um, There's a story that um, I was told about a work crew. They were just digging ditches. This is back in the work projects. And you could go down and dig ditches and the government would pay you. Um, The guy... The guy came in and he said, I need a job. And the guy said, sorry, everything's full today. You'll have to come back tomorrow. And he said, look, you don't understand. I just have to work. He worked a full day shift for free. He just grabbed a shovel because he needed that self-esteem. There is real truth to that. Jim, you're lucky. Get on your tractor. Start working on the tractor. Uh, all right. I want to talk to you about our uh, our sponsor here for this uh, half hour. Uh, it is. Um, gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so discombobulated today. It's X chair. I, I don't know about you, but the last thing that I'm going to get rid of is uh, a comfortable chair in my office. I mean, I can't have the rec room that Joe Biden has, you know, with the wood paneling and everything. Did you hear that? He 
called that a rec room where he's broadcast? I thought it was a rec room. had a rec room. called a recreation room. He, he didn't even. See. Yeah, which is even <laughs> worse. Even worse. <laughs> it's like 1960 <laughs> as opposed to 1968. Mm. Uh, but he can have a fancy wood paneling in his recreation room, but I've got the best chair. 80% of Americans have been working from home at least one day a week for a long time, and that number is skyrocketing now. You need an X chair. It's a patented dynamic variable lumbar or DVL support system. Best chair made. Check out the DVL difference for yourself. Call 844-4X-CHAIR. Go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com. 1-844-X-CHAIR. Use the promo code X-WHEELS, a free set of new X-WHEELS, and $100 off. xchair.com. Don't forget to pre-order Arguing with Socialists by Glenn Beck. It's coming out April 7th. You can do it on Amazon or glennbeck.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It's Thursday. We're glad you're here. Um, unemployment numbers record record setting today by far. Worst uh, numbers ever. Uh, before that, the the next closest I think was like three hundred and seventy, or I'm sorry, six hundred and seventy five, or somewhere in that area uh, of new people filing for unemployment. That was in 1981 or 82, and we broke that record today. 3,280,000 people went to uh, file for unemployment just last week. That's week one. It was, I thought an interesting point some economist was making was instead of looking at this like it's a rece- recession, which it sort of everyone's talking about it as bad or a depression, you should look at it more as if it's a nationwide hurricane. So basically, like Katrina hits the entire country. Uh, because if you could kind of project what happened after these major natural disasters to these cities, it's basically the same effect across the entire country. Uh, it's actually less than that effect um, so far. So the idea is if you can get past this thing, maybe you do come back afterwards without having to. Uh, totally collapse your way of life which would be nice i kind of i prefer it would be nice yeah i i think it, depending on how long it stays um i mean if we're out for another eight weeks i don't know that you can take that kind of a pummeling for eight weeks you know if we come back by easter and the world and, and most of the country not all of it but most of the country goes back to work i think we'll be okay if we get some good news on anything uh, coronavirus related, I think once we do come back, we come back with a vengeance. We come back with real force because yeah. we're all going to be well rested, <laughs> ready to go to back to work. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, I think, Glenn, where it, there's this idea where we all have to come up with the exact right thing that's happening with this virus. It's going to be really terrible. It's absolutely nothing. It's overblown. It's, it's undersold. All the things everyone is so sure of everything. Every pundit is so sure of everything that's going to happen next. But the bottom line, if you want to step back from this, this thing is going to answer itself. If we have 75,000 dead in a week and a half in New York City, everyone's going to be begging to stay home in their house to make sure another outbreak like that doesn't happen. If if what we're seeing, you know, so far doesn't escalate and we don't have an Italy uh, type of situation... They're all saying the peak of this is going to be within the next two to three weeks. So 
if they're wrong on that and it's not really horrible in two to three weeks, the American people are not going to stay put forever. You're going to have to have a really clear plan um, and, and, and allow it to play out. Because honestly, like if this is as bad as some of these models said, and we've talked about how some people are backing off of those worst projections now, which is a real positive and hopefully true. But if that's happening and, and we don't see, and we see this really bad, scary thing go on, we're all going to be like, they're not going to have to ask us to not go to work. Yeah. So could I, could I uh, suggest something scary and then uh, give you something to do about it? Uh, and I hope we don't get here, but I'm just looking at global trends. And there is a disturbing trend that is happening that people are not talking about. First of all, uh, if you look around the world, countries are beginning to adopt measures to secure their own food supplies uh, among the fears of shortages. So far, it's countries like uh, Kazakhstan. They are not importing uh, or I'm sorry, exporting any food. Kyrgyzstan stopped exporting food entirely Uh, in Russia. Grain exports have been put on a 10 day hold until next week when they'll reevaluate. Vietnam has refused to sign any new rice export uh, contracts. Serbia has placed restrictions on the export of selected foods there in Europe. It's the agricultural sector uh, that is in real trouble. The agricultural sector um, is is really getting hit hard and that is mainly due to the labor shortages france has just called on citizens who have been laid off due to the coronavirus to consider working in the agricultural industry they're calling it agricultural patriotism they're saying go out and plant the fields and help them bring up the fields if you are unemployed this is something that americans would have done in the great depression there would be no need for anybody to have to worry about you know labor shortages but how many americans are willing to do that uh today and just go move across the country just for a migrant uh uh, salary and and uh you know plant crops how many of us have the skill to be able to do that uh germany has extended their work permits from 70 to 115 days, exempted all farm workers from paying Social Security contributions because they need 300,000 farm workers there. You know how many farm workers we need here? On top of all of this, you have Amazon with 10 warehouses now with infections. Trader Joe's is closing its doors all across New York due to their infected employees. Frito-Lay closed a factory in California after its uh, employees tested positive. And let's not forget, all across the Middle East, all of the crops were eaten by locusts. Here's what I would like to suggest you do. I would like you to uh, plant what used to be called a victory garden. Uh, I think it's very, very wise to right now get online uh, or go to your seed store and buy some seeds, some heirloom seeds, if you can, uh, and plant a garden. Uh, You don't want to be I don't think we're going to have mass shortages of food, but it sure would take the um, it sure would take the worry out of our lives if we all started to plant gardens. If you have space to do it. I highly recommend you do it right now 
we may not be getting some of the uh, imported food that we normally get, especially if this hits Mexico the way it should hit Mexico. Um, and California could be down. Our farmers, we're now entering the planting season. And if crops don't get planted, what do we have? So one more thing on this. Um, we all have to realize that we are in a different world, and hopefully this world is not going to last very long, but we don't know. And right now we have neighbors who are really, really frightened and struggling. If you haven't checked on an elderly neighbor, if you haven't checked on your neighbors yet, uh, please do. If you're going to the store, it might be good for the neighbors to get together and say, you know, give me a list. One of us will go out to the store. Um, but I want you to start thinking about the things that you can do to help. If you are blessed with any kind of money, uh, those who have been given much, much is required. I've always been interested in that word required. Uh, Mercury One is uh, my charity, and we're trying to raise money. We wanted to raise $50,000 today, uh, but I'd like to double that to $100,000. They started with a $25,000 donation for Team Rubicon. They're one of our partners, but all of our partners need help uh, for uh, the soup kitchens and, and the people who are delivering food to elderly and, and keeping the wheels on at our local level these are churches that get money from us uh we have a real shortage of uh, cash because it's going to go out the door quickly so they donated twenty five thousand dollars tanya and i this morning we donated another twenty five thousand so we met our fifty thousand dollar goal now can you match that can we raise another fifty thousand dollars today from this audience even if you have five dollars i would ask that you start giving and if it's not us go find some place to give um, and get involved because we are going to need each other desperately uh, and we want to stop waiting for the government and start taking care of some things ourselves if you can join just our prayer prayer rolls reach out to mercuryone.org and offer your prayers because we are you can actually go on our social media for that i think we've got we've got prayer rooms all across the country people praying in groups uh and people hands on the ground helping as well so we can take any kind of uh, any kind of help if you want to roll up your sleeves great if you can just pull out your wallet that is probably going to be something that is needed more than anything else at this time uh mercuryone.org 100% of what you give goes directly to whatever it is you're choosing. So if you're choosing to help out the people right now uh, who are suffering from COVID-19 and they need groceries or whatever it is, 100% will go to that. We pay for the staff and overhead in, in other ways. This is the best bang for your buck. Check us out, please, now, and uh, so let's see if we can meet that goal of 50000 today at mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org slash donate. Do it now if you can.
So when cyber protection's away, the criminals will play. And as you're holed up in your bunker, otherwise known as your home, during these perilous days, cyber criminals will play. First of all, if you're doing business at home, you know that you need some sort of encryption, right? You should be having encryption. They're also saying get rid of all of your devices. If you're doing business at home, you shouldn't have, you know, Alexa or anybody else uh, that's not really real sitting in the same room with you because this is a prime time for cyber criminals. Uh, Right now, you're also going to see fake products, phony stock deals, fabricated emails, text, social media posts. You have to be very, very, very careful. Cyber criminals are shrewd. And you're going to miss some of the stuff that you shouldn't miss, but you will because there's just too much out there. No one can prevent all identity theft, but I'm telling you, LifeLock has been in this business. They were the first in, I believe. And I remember thinking, no, who's going to steal your social security number now? Because they've been in the business for so long, they are the leader. They're going to see the things that you might miss on your own. LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. The best part is they don't just call you and tell you there's a problem. They've got a team to work to fix that problem. LifeLock.com. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. Save up to 25% off your first year if you use the promo code BECK at LifeLock.com. This is the Glenbeck Program. Well, hello there, little children. We're glad you're here. It's the Joe Biden radio program. Uh, Joe Biden did yet another disastrous uh, conference talk uh, yesterday online. Every single has there been one that has been good so far this week? Oh, gosh, no, no. And then they, he didn't even do one of them. He just kind of just I think he slept through it or something. So here's the latest. This is from last night's. Is is teleconference there on the high speed information superhighway, uh, Joe Joe Biden? None of us want to uh, be uh, cooped up in our homes. Just as the weather is turning nice, just as spring break travel plans are approaching, just as the campaign for the presidency is kicking into high gear, it's unfair to all of us, and it's unnecessary for all of us. But it's necessary, in fact. It's necessary for all of us to have to deal with it. You know, we have to stay home because we can transmit live viruses uh, uh, to other people before we feel the signs of sickness ourselves. I don't understand. He just said it wasn't necessary, but it's necessary. (laughs) That's a necessary unnecessarily necessity. I feel like when I'm watching him, I'm watching like a piece of technology, like he's like a hologram or something. He doesn't look real anymore. Uh, did he have another? Because, you know, he's had several plastic surgeries. Uh, he had an eye lift and everything else. I think he's had another one here in maybe in the last year. Really? D- d- yeah, because he does look different than he used to. And and I don't know. Maybe he's lost a lot of weight. I don't know what has happened to him, but still, he does look different. He still looks better than Madonna in the bathtub, though. Oh, my gosh. Did she? Oof. Wow. What was that? I don't know. It's, it's quite, quite ugly. Quite ugly. Um, and I don't mean like uh, 
uh, in the sense of uh, her as ugly on the inside. I mean it on the outside. Um, it, and when you say ugly, you don't mean <laughs> you don't mean like you know, uh, you know Trudy from you know uh, Saved by the Bell. You mean hideously, monstrously <laughs> ugly, right? Trudy from Saved by the Bell. I don't even. I don't know what I I'm even talking about. I don't even. I don't have any idea. Are you saying is another Trudy on Facts of Life? Is that what you're? Is it Facts of Life? Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, it was that... Facts of Life. Yeah, because that was with what's her name? What, what was the uh, what was the lady's name that was the like the house? I don't mom? even know what that's. Uh, it was the yeah. house mom. What the hell was that? The what? I don't I think even that know was Facts that of Life. I'm pretty sure this is all Facts of Life yeah. you're talking about. They're not even right. the same era. Those two shows. <laughs> I don't like... even know. I don't know. I I. I don't know. Hey, look, I, I I would I would say that there's a a very strange thing going on uh, with the celebrities inside their little quarantine things because they still feel like they need to do things and you don't you don't need to be on camera maybe for a couple of weeks maybe it's a good idea for you to take a little break. I think Madonna is desperate. I think can we play this Madonna thing? Here oh. she is in the bathtub. Why would we? No, you don't have to look at it. No, it's radio. Just it doesn't care about how rich you are. How famous you She's are. She's got rose petals in the water. It's so bizarre. Where you live. And listen to the music. I mean, was the music added in How by somebody are. on her staff that went, I got to make this even creepier? Because it's the music. I, I, at first when I was watching it, I'm like, am I imagining the music that's going on now? <laughs> Because it's exactly how I feel the music should be. Yes, it is. It is. Mm. It is. It's like one of those like creepy haunted house things. You're like, oh, wow, that was weird. There was that old lady in the bathtub. Remember that? It's like (laughs) it's almost like The Shining. Almost. Yeah, there was, wasn't there a movie called The Girl in the Water or something like that? It was like... <laughs> no, you're thinking of Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, Saved by the Bell with Leatherface. Leatherface. With what? Leatherface. Leatherface, yes. Saved by the Bell, yes. Yep, thank you. Tip 